Here at the Uncut Podcast, episode 68. Episode 68. You know what that means? The next episode is episode 69. Y'all are children, but anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's your boy, Funky Walker Dirty Talker. Not Illa, then Scruffzilla in the building looking crispy as fuck. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. And we're back for more. Your mic sounds nice, check. Ah, yeah. Mic sounds We're back again for more shenanigans and fun and all that bullshit. In the, in the, I don't even know what to say. All that bullshit. All that bullshit. We gotta be here for all that bullshit. Everybody doing all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Everybody had an all right week? You'll be alright. You'll be alright. You got Jesus. You got Jesus. Amen. The Lord. Hallelujah. Well, it's been an interesting week. A lot of different things happened. We we started. I was gonna ask that question. I didn't know if it was a slow. A couple thing. things. It was. I mean, yeah, a <laughs> few things happened. Um, we we started to do a new segment. Um, and basically, we're gonna watch something new on Netflix once a week, and then discuss it here and review it. Yes, most definitely. Um, the first thing oh, that well, hold up, we're gonna rate them though. And what's rating. the ratings called? The rating is gonna be called lit or spent, and we're rating from zero to five flame emojis. That zero being you know that shit was whack, mm-hmm. that shit was spent. Mm-hmm. And then five being that shit was all the way lit. Okay. So that's, well, that's how we're going to do that. Our first thing that we watched, which I, Marcus, I don't think you got, got to catch up before the, this week's episode, was the Fire Festival documentary. Yes. I saw, for, I saw about 10, 15 minutes of it. So for those who don't know, the Fire Festival was going to be a festival done on an island in Jam- Jamaica. Was it Jamaica? Bahamas. It, it was Bahamas. Bahamas. Yeah. Um, it was Ja Rule and a guy named Billy McFarlane that were putting it together. They were going to have all these guests, um, and it was supposed to be this epic getaway. So it was supposed to be something like Coachella. Something like Coachella. Um, supposed to be. But it started, it branched off from an app that we're going to have called the Fire app. Right. Which basically you open this app and you can book your favorite artist through the app. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could pay for them and everything through this app. Which so I they'd kinda, have like Iggy Azalea and all, Ja Rule, all these different artists on there. You just click through and book them for your event. Which I kind of feel like that might have been a cool idea. That's a good idea, I think. Worked. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea, and not actually. not even just for that festival, but for just anything. In general, in anything, yeah. in general. Okay, so the festival is supposed to kickstart the app. Right. Okay. Yeah, so they had the app, the prototype had the app up and running, ready to go, and they were going to use the festival as a way to promote the app. Um, and it failed epically. 
Um, yeah, I remember because this was a couple years ago, wasn't it? This no, I think this was like 2017. Well, I guess it's a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a couple yeah, years. That was a couple but. years ago. And, that, and I remember that spreading like wildfire. And I was like, damn, this is the first time niggas wanted to get Ja Rule on the phone. Because I remember Dave Chappelle <laughs> talking about, nigga, why the fuck would I ever want to talk to Ja Rule? And I'm like, well, now we really do want to talk to Ja Rule. Right? Yeah. They, they gave themselves 12 months to do it, which I don't think is long enough for a huge yeah. festival like that. They I had mean, huge you, talent. Actually, actually, you got to take that back because that's literally every festival. But a festival that you have to travel outside the U.S. for, mm. so that's a you have to add that factor into it. Well, it was an epic disaster. Um, this documentary basically just showed them trying to get it all together. Um, where's the highlights of the documentary for me? Which I'm just gonna say there was this one scene where um, one of the employees. Um, they had to get a water supply for the whole um, festival, and I guess I don't know who the guy was that were supposed to get it. They were supposed to get it from like the head of something. Um, and they, yeah, was some kind of customs thing. Something it? like that, and he said he wasn't going to approve it at all unless one of the um, employees sucked his dick, literally. So they, I guess, the Billy McFarland came to his employee and said, "You have to take one for the team. You're only gay employee." So he was so like, funny. "I went home." I took a shower, put some mouthwash in my mouth, went there, got on my knees, and sucked dick for the water, and they got plenty of water supply for the whole festival. Or at least that shit through customs. Yeah, that's from sucking nigga. penis. That really happened. That's a real nigga. That really Look, happened. documentary said it, so. He's hit, the guy said it himself that he sucked the right, dick. the guy so, said it himself. The guy who did this, yes. So, can you turn that off real quick? So that part really just blew me away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely did blow you away. <laughs> anyway. What else? There was some other shit. This guy's just a basically a known scammer. He was trying to scam people out of pretty much it. I just I just had that on my phone, bro. <laughs> um he's a, he's a known scammer, right? He's a scammer. Um he, Maurice, I can't concentrate. Turn the shit off. <laughs> What? Before, before the before the uh, the fire stuff, before he even came up with fire media, he was doing the bank card. He stuff. was doing magnesis. Magnesis, yes. yeah. Where basically so you sign the, up and you get different discounts and deals on stuff, but he wasn't paying the bill to yeah. Amex, who it was through, and he still right. has an outstanding bill with Amex for that. Which, real talk, that was a cool idea, too. That was a great idea. Was, I would have signed like, up for it. Man. That was a really good idea, but, but you know, you know wonder, he was scamming. I wonder if there's anybody who would take that shit over. Hmm. That might be a good idea. I'm saying, like, if you had the money, yeah. and just be like, yo, let me take that over, rebrand it, yeah, and then, you know, especially, like, if, like, if, uh, <laughs> that's a big guy right there. Especially if, like, say, like, Russell Simmons ignore or somebody. It. Yeah. Like, how he did the rush card. He did something like that. That's actually a really good idea. Or if somebody took over the, the fire media shit. I really think that's a, a good really... app idea. Exactly, Honestly, yeah. aside from the festival. Yeah. But, I yeah. Mean, the festival would still be a cool idea if, if they, it's actually well put together. And legit. And they fall through on everything mm-hmm. they're supposed to do. Yeah. Know? It was a very, very interesting... <laughs> Turn this off. Turn it off. I just, I just think it would have been all worked out. Ja just pulled up a Bobby and St. Thug love in it. Like... <laughs> 
Nah, give me a mic. Just throw it on the speakers. We got it. Everybody would have been cool. Anyway, another crazy thing about it was the fact that they were selling villas and saying you're going to stay in this lavish villa on without, the, actually, without actually having them yeah. secured. So when people arrived, there was a bunch of tents right. that were soaking wet from the rain right. prior to the night before. And, and that's what got me too. Like they didn't even bother to like try to no. rearrange the tents. No, they just left it the way it was. And yeah. it was like it was like all right. Well, you got these tents. Mm-hmm. You gonna waterproof them or nothing? Nothing. It's like you would think that, that they were like the FEMA tents for yeah. you know like. What they, yeah. So what's out there looking like, 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 like a national disaster? Now with yeah. that being said, niggas go to Coachella and Rolling Loud, and that's outside standing, and niggas yeah. just get rained on all the time, and it just be what it is. Right, right. right. But if you were promised a villa, as well, right. If you were promised a villa on the beach, and, and you paid for it, and you get there and it's a tent, I mean, you gonna kind of wild out a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, I'm snuffing y'all. Yeah, I'd be pissed the fuck off. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I'm not snuffing nobody else. I would just snuff Ja Rule. Like, I'm, I'm not going fuck Billy. He put like, his name on it, so I mean, sorry. you gotta be careful what you put your name on. Just run up to that nigga, and I know you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you just gotta run up to Ja, start singing 50 Cent song. <laughs> Many men. <laughs> Blood in my dog. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> Man. I'm just trying to be what I'm. My best. race. <laughs> the niggas trying to take my villa away. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> beat Jaru ass to the clapback beat. <laughs> 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 All right, so it's late at night, guys, and apparently Maurice is on one, so there's that. All of the shenanigans. All the shenanigans. You can imagine that nigga voice in the background. All right, well, oh, this, is, this is my request because I know weird shit be getting lit off the internet. <laughs> Uh, there was a couple years ago when Kanye put out Yeezus, there was a gentleman who put out a Christmas version called Creases, which was just a Christmas like, parody mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to do the Fire Festival version of a Ja Rule album. Nice. But like the one with Clapback on it, because I already got an idea. Oh, called Tent Back. Oh. <laughs> Tent Back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, anybody, nobody gonna address the fact that Ja Rule just sound like DMX little brother. Uh, EMX. <laughs> EMX. EMX. Which, by the way, shout out to DMX. He's out of jail now. DMX he is out. He is. He looks healthy. I still have, <laughs> I still have yet to see like a picture of I'll DMX show you. now. I'll show you. He didn't look mad. Swiss, Swiss said he didn't like the picture that was posted, but I mean, you know. Shut up, Swiss. Put that, that Jay-Z feature out. Quit worrying about DMX. You know what you That's my man. Nah, he still look like he on drugs. No, he don't. He don't look like he on drugs to me at all. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, makes it fun. No, he don't look like that. Shout man. He look like my Uncle Didi. <laughs> These stand for drugs, so, I mean, that makes sense. Oh, I didn't see this picture. Yeah, he looked terrible. He don't look terrible to me, but... It's like he lost his eyebrows and shit. It's like, wow. He look like Chris. He Listen, he look healthy. He got a healthy weight on him. He off drugs. He look like, like Chris kids? Rock yeah. in New Jack City right there. That's some of his kids. He got like eight or nine, but yeah, he got a couple of them. He got a bunch of kids. He got hella puppies. Oh my god! I'm saying, look, if he was banging like he was doing old chicken, uh, what's that movie? 
Who? Oh yeah, that was no, that Belly. Belly, yeah. Mm-hmm. If he was banging like he was getting that chick, oh my god. Well, I remember the shooting twins and triplets every single time. Twenty twin twins. Um, this movie uh-huh. called Never Die Alone, which in the end of the movie, he died. Yeah. Well, listen, he's still alive. He's he's not on crack. He's living his life. He got songs he's sitting on, according to Swizz. So we're going to see what that's about when he get back into society. I'm okay. anxious to hear, hear something from him. Me too. Me too. Let's see if he still got it. I'm curious. Um, so Kim Kardashian versus the game. Now, if you haven't heard, the game dropped a new song, and in the song he references his sex with Kim Kardashian, saying he choked her by the throat and she swallowed his kids. Were some of the bars that were in the song, and he's receiving a lot of backlash. However, he's doubling down on it and saying, "I do what I want." Basically, yeah, of course, it's game. Yeah, but no, that's disrespectful. Like, why are you saying that? I mean, the woman's married with kids. Move on. Because it's game. They fucked like ten years ago. Like, what are we doing? It's game. So, so, so. Has Kanye said anything? He hasn't said anything yet, but Kanye, I'm sh- it's coming. Because I'm no, saying, like, it's not. If you don't think so? No. Kanye's not saying a fucking thing. You know why? Because a nigga has said, like, things to game that were not disrespectful and game showed up to the house. Or, like, called him or said whatever. He, he probably said. called him. Yeah. It's something, something, the conversation's going to be You know how many times niggas ain't been talking to game? And game was like, what the fuck you say about me, nigga? Like, nah. And I this is why you don't wife a hoe. Skeletons come out. I mean, most people. But either way, but either way, I think it's wrong. Like, I think it's wrong. The reason why I asked that question is because who who was the last person who said something about Kim Kardashian? Ray J. Nick Cannon. Ray J. Yeah, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon was the last one. Ray J. had a whole song, which is a pop, by the way. She cut out Bobby Bracken's part. But yeah, Nick Cannon was the last one. So like, he got hyped with Nick, and then Drake implied, but he didn't say anything. Come on, man. I don't know. I guess. I guess with Kanye, I'm just like, yo, you want to say something? Come on now. We gonna see. We gonna see. I don't think he will. He wouldn't get far. Probably. It would be just a waste of time. But I'm saying, you know, you you was talking about that video where Kanye was knocking out niggas with. He he, he got hands. He got hands. But you knock. You not knocking game out with all lefts. Probably not. Seen game. But I I just feel like it was wildly unnecessary though. Like, what was the point? Like the the bar. When you listen to the whole song, it don't even go with the song. He just wanted to be. Well, okay, guy. here's the thing. With Game, Game has been like, he's been the most aggressive troll we ever had before 6 9 Definitely. And I think, honestly, he outranks 6 9 in that because yeah. Game will actually knock you the fuck out. Yeah. So, like, he would, he's always been the nigga where something is, is, is popular or trending, mm-hmm. and then he'll make a punch about it and then dare niggas to say something to him about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So... Even when the whole shit with the the video vixens and how it was being around mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm, that shit, right? Mm-hmm. He said the Melissa Ford line and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Made a whole song about video vixens and mm-hmm. shit. And then niggas was like getting mad at him. And he was like, bitch, suck my dick. I do what I want. Like well, He always doubles down. He'll never like no, retract. Cause he does What the fuck are you going to do the game? Not a damn thing. Right, but I just don't know. I just feel like it was, un- it was just unnecessary. It like, wasn't necessary. I'm with you on that. It was yeah, like the woman got kids married now. Well, let, let her so live. what? <laughs> Nigga, it's hip hop. Like, so what? Well, you know, on Twitter, they're saying it's toxic masculinity and he's misogynistic, and this is why men are men and they do tweet. bullshit like I this. I in a week, so yeah. I don't know what that means. I, I don't really fuck what Twitter talking about. Most of the motherfuckers who be tweeting have never even heard a hip hop song, so shut your bitch ass up. Right. I mean, true. 
True. You give a fuck what you think about what games doing, nigga. Like at the end of the day, games gonna still do whatever fuck you want. But how would you feel as a man if somebody talked about your wife like that in the record? I don't know if I'd care that much. See, that's terrible. Well, see, that's the thing, cause like, all right, the the it's hoeing is perception, right? So Kim Kardashian could have fucked one dude, could have just fucked game, and then game could call her a hoe. And because we no one ever gives a fuck to fact check. And we would just roll with it. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, it, it doesn't matter. That's why I was like taken aback when you were like, that's why you would never wife a hoe. Well, hoe is always going to be perception. There's a lot of niggas who say she a hoe if she didn't fuck more than two niggas. Or there's a whole, whole number scale with hoeism and shit like that. I mean, hoe is always going to be perception. So if gang called your bitch a hoe because he fucked her, so what? Didn't he fuck like two other Kardashian bitches? I think he fucked Chloe, and then there's a rumor about him fucking Kylie when she was underage. Because there's also a bar in the song that says something I was making your sister cornflakes, blah, blah, blah. And so they found, of course, you know, everybody likes to dig up things. They found a photo that Kylie posted of cornflakes and said, he makes sure I eat good. And it was back in 2013. Oh, wow. Damn. That's some brazy shit. You shouldn't have posted that game. But hey, y'all respected it. No, he said that in the song, and then she had posted that. Yeah, yeah, like in 2013. I think she was like 16 or 17 then. Shouldn't have dropped that bar, but... He shouldn't have did the whole shit for me, but... Well, he did say that he fucked two Kardashian women. He did, so it would be Chloe, Chloe, well, Chloe and Kim, and then... I don't think he he fucked Kylie, Kylie, but it just looks the optics look a little weird. And on top of that, I don't think he would gloat about fucking Kylie, and he's like cool with Tyga. Yeah, but everybody disrespect Tyga now. Nobody cares about no, Tyga's feelings. Remember, there was an incident where Tyga and Dirk was into it, and then Game That's jumped right. in, it, and then Game and Dirk almost fought in the night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I was—that was weird. Because why are you fighting a, a nigga about a bitch ain't yours? No, they weren't fighting about a bitch. They were fighting because he was about to fight Dirk because of what Dirk said to Tiger. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember, this, I remember this. I remember this. Game is notorious for jumping in the shit that ain't got Just shit like 50. to do with him. Just like 50. It don't matter because you're not going to do a fucking thing about it. Matter of fact, the clash of 50 in game, when that happens, world might break in half because them two niggas It almost did back stop. in the day. That yeah. was a big thing. Like, that was a big thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it don't stop. No. It don't stop. They're the same. They're really the same person, just on the East and West Coast. <laughs> like, 50s in they New York, he's in Cali. You seen that shit? Yeah, I seen that. There was a, there was like the whole game and, um, what was I finna fucking say? Well, I know the 50 and Ja Rule thing is still going. It on. is. He still hasn't posted about the fire festival, so I'm waiting for 50 to post about that. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be That's gonna be good. Thing. That's gonna be and good. Then, oh, that's what I was gonna say. The, the, there's the whole 100 song. Where Game is rapping in his verse about how niggas had paid him to kill Drake. And he just said, nah, I'm gonna just do a song. That is right. That is right. Have that you heard is that right. song? There's a song with Game and Drake called 100, right? And in Game's verse, he's talking about how niggas paid him to kill Drake. Like, in his verse, and then Drake come on. No, no, no. Like, nigga, what? This is the wildest song I've ever heard. Listen, and I would do it too. niggas just slid it. Niggas just didn't say shit about it. Niggas just let it go. That's some scary yeah, shit. I'm you got Drake in, the, Drake in the most typical project hallway with a bunch of niggas around him that'll beat the brakes off of him singing this song with a cup in his hand. Nah, nigga, you went out like that? Nah, I'm not coming. Never mind. I just send you the hook. Don't even gotta pay me, dog. Just don't kill me. Nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not being in your video in all black because I'm scared to wear red because all you niggas is 
Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Up, nigga, fuck out of here. Nah. That's <laughs> scary that. shit, nigga. You seen every nigga had a, every piece of red they had in their wardrobe. Is my mic not on? No, it is. It's just not picking up a lot. I think you're uh, not close enough to it. No, I turn that shit up. Now what? No, close. No, you need you move your mouth closer to it. Nah, fuck out of here. I turn my mic up. I ain't about to put my mouth on the mic. I ain't Jill Scott, nigga. Okay, well, if they barely hear you, they barely hear you. It is what it is. You know anyway, so, yeah. So, I guess you guys are saying, oh, well, game did it, so fuck it. It is. I don't, I mean, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna do shit to game. No we'll see, do a motherfucking thing. We'll see what arrivals from it, but. Yeah, I'm curious if Kanye's gonna say anything. But speaking of Kanye, he is now suing Rockefeller Records and Rock Nation. Um, he filed a lawsuit um, citing he is owed a lot of money. Um, the suit claims that he's basically asking for a declaration of his rights over a dispute he's having with Rockefeller and money he's owed. There's another lawsuit against EMI that claims that he owes him money over a dispute. Kanye is reportedly claiming in the suit that he wrote over 200 songs either by himself or with co-writers, and he did not receive compensation for those records. Hey, yo, Kanye, you're not getting that money, dog. <laughs> and the Kanye, Dre, Jay-Z think it's just not going to get better if you're suing him. That doesn't help. Uh, That's not true. There's a lot of niggas who are in Jay's like the king of that where I could still sue you, but we used to go out to lunch, like... That's, that's the that's the art. That's, that's the, weird to me. No, it's not. It's the nature of business. That is the nature of business. That's why uh, watching this thing that I'm going to stop mentioning on this podcast because I feel like I mentioned it way too much. There was an incident where a guy on this program said that the best way to remain friends with um, people that you do business with is to have your lawyers do all the business part, and then we don't fuck with it. So. There is a way to maintain a friendship through business. So even though Kanye is suing Rockefeller, which by the way, uh, Jay's not Rockefeller anymore. He's Rock Nation. He left Rockefeller. He's suing Rock Nation, but he's suing Rockefeller when there was a thing at the time. So, so he's suing Rockefeller and Rock Nation and, and EMI. Okay, yes, well, which yeah. EMI is a part of Rock at the Nation. End of the day, I mean that's just like T Pain sued Wayne. He did sue Wayne. I mean, but he sued his people. He didn't. I mean, we, I guess that's like the headline. That's the headline. Yeah. Kanye sues Rock Nation. They got it right this time. But when it was happening, it was T Pain sues Wayne. No, no, it's, no the T-Pain, headline ain't right because it says Kanye sues Jay Z. So that's that, the headline. They're re saying. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. really so technically, that's Kanye right. Kanye people yeah. suing Jay people. Like, them niggas probably not even got shit to do with that. Like, no, we didn't. Because, I mean, that's what Payne said. He was like, yo, we was going through my shit or whatever. He was like, yo, you never got paid for this. He was like, oh, well, let's get our money. Because we know that we're, Wayne's not getting paid over there, so that would yeah. probably mean if we don't do nothing about just it. Just pile on top of it. And it's like what? Like It was like a funky-ass two mil? Something like that. that. It was just to get his bread. You know yeah. what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. I feel like Kanye and Jerry, like, they're... they're, they're All of their friends, I don't think they're, like, close anymore. It doesn't uh, seem Jay like... Jay said something in the Meek Mill verse that led to us to believe that they are fine. Maybe they are. Because I'm sure he said, fine. don't try to get... Kanye wearing a red hat to come between me and my brother. Like, I don't care about that. Yeah. So. They're good. Yeah, they're good. It's just, you know, it's business. Business is business. I mean, and if it ain't got shit to do, I mean, like, I know Kanye was bitching about not having gotten paid the right amount of money for his title streams or some shit like that. Yeah. Was that in the suit? Uh, Not not that I've read yet, but I'm sure they'll add that to it. And if not, then it's not a personal attack on Jay. This bitch give my money. Gotta get your money. Plus, Kanye broke still, so. How you how you figure he broke? Because he said he was broke when he asked Mark. Zuckerberg but his version of broke is. 
Rich people's grudges are broke. It's not broke. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that, that narrative does have to go away. That does. It does. No, we're not saying the same thing. What the narrative of niggas' versions are broke? No. How's that the narrative? Because if you have a lot of out money that has to go out for expenses, and you don't have more money than that coming in, no matter how much money you're worth with net, you're still broke. Agreed. But if I can, I'm but... worth a million dollars, but my expenses are six million dollars, I'm broke. I don't care if I have a million dollars. I can't pay for that. I'm broke. Right, but then you'd have to start cutting things down. I mean, some shit you can't cut down. I mean, you got that guy is wrapped up in all types of splits and shit like that with songs and shit because he's a sample producer. So mm-hmm. he's one of the few that main sample producers that clear all of his shit. Mm-hmm. So with splits and other songs and all this other shit, he's wrapped up in a lot of shit. And if your money isn't being you know held the right way considering Kanye at one point didn't even have a fucking manager so he probably was handling all that shit by himself we don't have a manager now either we had one for like a split second for like a month and then then back to dub but either way Mm -hmm. I mean he was probably trying to handle all that shit himself which is stupid as fuck which Mm -hmm. you have Chris Jenner handling your books nigga like this is dumb but maybe with all of these things piling on I mean, where's Kanye getting his money from? He's telling us that he's making money off sneakers. Well, if half your fucking fan base is niggas and you're wearing a Make America Great Again hat, I don't think them niggas are buying your sneakers anymore. Not to mention your sneakers were really never inclusive. You no, had definitely not. $700 shoes, no. motherfucker. Like, yeah, the average person can't purchase that. Right, so the average nigga don't have a pair of Yeezys on unless mm-hmm. they like the bullshit Adidas looking one. Shout mm-hmm. out to my nigga shop. But uh, that's what I'm saying, like, so, a lot of people are probably not even buying your sneakers. I didn't hear about your sneakers selling out. Didn't he drop, like, a sneaker line recently? Or? Yeah, he dropped us, uh, he put out some sneakers, and they didn't sell right away. They didn't sell out right away, like they normally do. Normally, like, within the first couple of hours, they're gone. But this didn't happen this time around. And they think it's attributed to his political support, which right. it probably is. I mean, did the sneakers sell out? I think eventually, but it took some time. It took a lot longer than normal. Right, because motherfuckers had to come around and, you know, be like, oh, well, I can actually get these now. I'm buying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think Kanye is making as much money as he was making before. Probably not. And you also you also have to think about it in the sense that Kanye was on, like, top for a long time. Long time. Like, in the strongest But I think he, he still can be. Like, if he puts out a great record and stops doing this bullshit, I think he still has a chance to... Be that top artist. I don't even think he has to stop doing his bullshit because I love it. Did well, right? It did. That was a bullshit record. I like it. No, when I say his bullshit, I mean the stuff that he personally be doing, like the MAGA shit and all that. No, no, no. When I'm, he was in the, I was in the middle of all that. No, he had he had renounced that by that time. He had renounced the whole shit at that time. No, that was the Pornhub Awards. No, that was like in the thick of it. He I didn't, don't think so. Yeah, it was because he came out like weeks later and said all the shit about how he felt like he was being... No, because he had apologized before that. No, he didn't. That was like... On Chicago Radio, he that he had did that months ago before because I know we talked about it. I love it was not before that Chicago Radio thing. No, it wasn't. I'm, I'm saying that radio thing was before I love it. So that's why it did a little bit better because he had already apologized Prior to that coming out. Okay, we're talking about two different apologies. No one took that as an apology. I'm talking about the apology where he got on Twitter and said... Oh, that, yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. feel like I've been manipulated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That was the apology yeah. that niggas was looking for. Not this bullshit on Chicago radio. Well, you can't deny good music at the end of the day, whether you like the person or not. Uh, Yeah, the fuck people can. I'm not, we're not talking about me. You're talking about sales. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, I okay. can't deny the fuck out of good music. I mean, because that would, I mean, we don't want to talk about this thing anymore, but the R. Kelly thing. I mean, yeah. I yeah. 
100% deny good. Which, by the way, I've been thinking about this, and it's been haunting my sleep a lot. At some point, this podcast is going to be passed. Uh, Your phone is ringing. I, I, <clears throat> at one point, this podcast is going to be to a point to where we're like getting like a huge crowd of people and uh, listening to us. And so I do want to clarify some shit. Uh, a long time ago, when we talked about R. Kelly, this was way before the documentary came out. I made uh, some comments about um, how right. I don't give a fuck. All right, no. Do you have one? <clears throat> See you later. Jesus, my uh, His dad called him. That's why you got to go. All right, no. Uh, See you later. Oh, I'm going to just start over and just cut all this out. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, a long time ago, this was before the R. R. Kelly documentary came out. Um, we were talking about him in some form or fashion, and I made a comment saying that I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. It's still a remix to Anisha yeah. or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I just do want to apologize for that. Uh, I was a bit ignorant back then, and I was making a joke. I didn't realize how, I mean, I, I'm one of the most insensitive person, people that I know, so I mean, I'm, I'm right at the forefront of not giving a fuck how niggas feel about shit, but mm-hmm. I mean, some shit you just don't, you don't have that option to yeah, that's not debatable. how people feel. Mm-hmm. And, um, I do want to apologize for that because that was real untasteful and I feel like it, untasteful is not a fucking word. Distasteful. Um, if niggas go back and hear that soundbite, I do want them to know that. I do want them to have something to bookmark and come back to to um, hear and see that I've at least realized the error of my ways in that particular instance. I'm not. That wasn't the best worded. That wasn't very couth of me. That was very dumb to say. And I do want to apologize for that because I never want to be known as the nigga who's just... Um, throwing out shit that people felt or feel about a certain thing because I don't give a fuck about it because the music is great. So Yeah, was that one in particular, like just all the details we now know? Because we me and you were really young when all this was really in the thick of it. So we didn't we couldn't see and notice a lot of different things that were going right. on. So we had to backtrack. So with this six part interview, which I like I said we won't talk about it too much, but when we watched the six part documentary we learned a lot of shit that we didn't know. Right. A lot of shit. Like, when we were watching it, we were like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that happened then? Okay. this was... Like, just learning a lot. So, with all the information we have now, there's no way we can accept this motherfucker. Right. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it, yeah. it was a, it, you know, there was a whole point in time where niggas thought shit was some other shit and it wasn't. Yeah, and no. Now that it's, you know. Now that we have all the information out there. Because, you know, the people the people that, that have been talking about this whole documentary, they've been like, oh, so y'all just found this shit. I was like, well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, most of us were young at the time. Sorry, I didn't know bro. what was going on. I was eight when Ignition came out, I think. Yeah. I, like, I, didn't, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know going shit on. about shit. No. Like, niggas were saying R. Kelly fuck kids. I thought it was just one of those situations where they was lying on a nigga and I let it go. Like, like when I, I remember the sketch, the Chappelle sketch, whatever, I thought it was funny because I was like, what is I didn't even know what it was really about. Right. So, yeah, sorry. We're older now. Now we see the documentary. Now we get it. Okay, fuck that nigga. Like we get it now, but it just it's, it just took some time. Um, I know we got into like a serious topic there just for a second. No, it's, it, that has been on my mind for the past couple weeks, and I just keep forgetting to say it. I do want to apologize. Now I will say this one thing, and y'all might kill me for it, but I'm gonna say it. Y'all not gonna get Michael Jackson out of here. Oh yeah, y'all not. Apparently, at the Sundance Film Festival this weekend, a documentary appeared. I mean, premiered. Excuse me. It was four hours long. It got a standing ovation. Um, But it was a lot of heinous things, from what I saw. I didn't see it, but I was reading about it. It A lot of bad things that would hurt his character and his credibility. However. If you go back through the facts, which that one, even though I was very young when all that shit was in the thick of it, that one I researched for a long time because I loved Michael Jackson. I wanted to know what 
I need to do within myself. A lot of the stuff the kids came out and said that wasn't true. Their parents made them to do that to extort money and certain things like that. Like a lot of that came out and that wasn't factual. So that's that I don't. I'm not gonna support that one. I'm sorry. No, I ain't wrong I'm not canceling Michael Jackson unless y'all give me hard, concrete shit. I'm not canceling Michael Jackson. No. no. And especially because the difference with R. Kelly and Michael Jackson is R. Kelly's still alive, and I feel like Michael Jackson they're trying to play off somebody who can't defend themselves. Obviously. Yeah. And that's wrong to me. That's, what it come up that's to wrong to me. Well. That's wrong to me. <laughs> and his family, they're all talking about um, protesting it and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you're coming against a dead man's character at the end of the day. Yeah. You don't get points for that. You don't get stripes for that. So that's wrong. And I ain't supporting that shit. That she was a little bit too pussy to do a lot. Facts. Alive. Facts. Because we had all this information and all this stuff when he was alive, well before he died. Like this shit they talking about happened in the '90s. So. What are we doing with this now? Like, I respect Lifetime for bouncing back with a good doc after right. that trash ass Aaliyah doc. Oh, yeah, they, they fucked that up. Taking a shot in the dark yeah. or some shit. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, this might even get us some, you know, this might fuck us up if we hear this, you know, because we, yeah. we don't know the powers that be with R. Kelly. We don't mm-hmm. know what connections she has or nothing like that, but we still don't air this because we don't give a fuck. Right. Know? I respect that shit, and that nigga's still here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still doing shows. I'm seeing clips of R. Kelly every day. Yeah. Still in all different countries, still selling out shows. Got women telling him take him hostage and all this stuff. There was one where he posted where, like, the nigga was crying on stage. Yeah, he was having, he's starting to have panic attacks a lot now, too. I was reading and that um, they're actually... Um, investigating his team as well. I think one of them actually got turned himself turned, in. Not, no, he didn't turn himself in, but he got brought in by the police to arrest him. So I think but the manager. But it wasn't for that. It was for some. Other it was some shit. other shit. But they're gonna probe him about that right. too while he's there, obviously. Right. So yeah. And then his That's studio, his studio was actually shut down. The one where he had the beds and stuff. Mm. But that wasn't for what he was doing. It was for the fact that it's a commercial building and you had like. Um, beds and showers and stuff, and that's against the law. Okay. So, but yeah, either way, he's his legacy. His legacy is so slowly coming down. So, Good. we'll see about that. While we're on some serious shit, do want to talk about something with my um podcasters? I've been asked to talk about it on the podcast, so I'll give you guys a little brief um thing. Um, and I'll try to get through it as best as I can because it's still fresh. But um, last year. I think it was February 20th. My mom was diagnosed with um, breast cancer. Um, She decided to go through treatment. We did chemotherapy. um, And she was... um, They they, they didn't find the cancer anymore after the chemotherapy. She got a mastectomy, which is cutting off her breast in order to stop the probability of it coming back again. Um, And she was doing fine for about a month. Then the doctor started seeing um, different nodules um, pop up or different um, cancer coming back. Um, towards the end of December, it started spreading to her um, her organs, um, and then she passed away a couple weeks ago. So, just wanted to be transparent with my followers, let them know what I'm going through. I'm okay. Um, it's been a rough week, a couple weeks. It's been a hard time, but I've had the support of um, all my people here, um, which has helped me get through it. But um, I'm still, like I said, I'm still very fresh, still going through it, still very difficult, for me to even talk about, but I just wanted to be transparent with you guys um, because we're talking about our real lives here. It's not just celebrity news. I want y'all to get to know us as people. So in order for that to happen, I have to be honest with y'all about what's going on. Um, 
we had our funeral this week. Like I said, it's it's been it's been a difficult journey, but um, she's no longer in pain. Is what I'm focused on, and she's a very God fearing woman, so I know where she's at, and she's she's fine, she's safe. So I just wanted to talk to y'all about that while we're on the subject of deep stuff <laughs> and get it out now. Um, but again, I'm okay. I want to say it's been a special shout out and thank yous to everybody who has um, sent me a prayer or sent me a nice word or sent condolences in any way. I appreciate that more than what you guys realize. Like that means a lot to me. And again, thank you to all my friends who've been here for me by my side, helping me pick up the pieces and move forward. So that's all I have on that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so have y'all heard J. Cole's new record? Yes. Uh, Middle Child. Um, so it was produced by T minus. Um, it was made. I guess there was a. Can you explain what the Dreamville? It was the Dreamville session. She had a bunch of niggas come out and sit in the room and either make beats or play music or whatever. Fuck. I mean, we don't know what they did out there. We just saw a bunch of pictures. But I mean, when I see Take Keith and I see um, different uh, producers, just and different niggas out there. I mean, I, I think No ID showed up at one point. Yeah. Um, they all came together they, to work on his project. Yeah, and this song was produced out of that. It's a compilation record, yeah. so it's not going to just be Cole. I don't know if that niggas know, but there's a Dreamville roster. Like it's Cole, mm-hmm, it's Boss, it's G, JID, it's Earth Gang. I, that's all. I that's know. all I know. Um, but and I'm sure there's producers working. Yeah, of course. But I mean, niggas have been bitching at Cole for the past three records. Uh, the past two, really. No one cared about 2014, but. Uh, the ba- the past couple of records yeah, have been submitted because they say that he doesn't have any help. He just does it all himself. So now that he's in a space where I guess he wants to listen to criticism, yeah. because you had two bad albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody expresses the same sentiment about him is that he's boring and he doesn't seem inspired. Which I don't know why niggas decide to not like, because there are people who say who like don't understand how Cole is boring. Like, no, There's boring. about 90% of the people that like Cole. Let's just put it that way. Um, it's a very vast majority that don't. The, the Middle Child record comes out, I listen to it, and I'm immediately on board. But beyond being bored, um, I'm just confused. Like, is this where the Dreamville Sessions got you? Yeah, you had all the people in the studio with you when you came up with this. And that's what you dropped? I'm expecting to hear, like, nigga, I'm seeing, I'm seeing niggas like Black showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck was that? Yeah. What the fuck was I that? I was impressed. Aaron, what you think of it? I felt like, uh, when you and I listened to it, mm-hmm. I felt like he, he sounded really uninspired. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, I mean, his... The man's got skill, I feel like, but he's, it just seems like he's just kind of, it seems like he's bored himself. Yeah. You know, it seems like he's, he's just kind of sitting back and he's like going through the motions mm-hmm. instead of actually being inspired. I, and I keep throwing it back to, I keep throwing it back to, um, what's the, what, what was his first album's title? It was, uh, um, Silent Story. Cold Silent Story. Silent Story, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I keep throwing it back to that because that whole record was entertaining. Yeah. You know, it's like, I won't say he had the best rhymes, but he was far from the worst. He was hungrier. You know? And, and yeah, it shows mm-hmm. that, that he was mm-hmm. hungry back then, too. So, like, I 
listen to Sideline Story to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as KOD goes, I was just yeah, like, that was, I couldn't get past the first four songs. I'm at work playing KOD, doing actual work, trying not to fall asleep. I said, okay. He was boring as fuck. He said, damn, this song still ain't over. And then I look up and it's like track five. And I was like, I'm <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of niggas who want right. to be accepted because no one else accepts them because you don't fit the mold of somebody who likes good things. Yeah. Like you, you, you want a whole bunch of. It's like you know what I thought about. J Cole reminds me of like, or, or, or comes off to me as like rap for dummies. <laughs> like think about Kendrick Lamar. Think about the the, the Pimp Butterfly record and how like introspective that was and yeah. how great. We don't have to spend time on that, but just what kind of album that was. Yeah. And then Cole said, "I'm gonna make this for stupid people." Like my, my nigga Rail said, Cole was popping because or he fucked with Cole um, Rail from the Uncut Podcast. I mean, uh, Point Proven, Point Proven Podcast. Mm-hmm. He said that people fuck with Cole because he say. Uh, shit that stupid niggas can understand. Hmm. And I said, that don't make you dope. Right. That don't make you dope. That just means that now stupid niggas can fuck with your music, I guess. But, so, why would you ever aspire to do that? I don't, I don't understand. Why don't you aspire to make music that motherfuckers of your your intellect could understand? Right. Like, why would you, and it's like, it seems like Cole is still talking to kids. Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with hip-hop, because hip-hop is made for the kids. Hip-hop is for the kids, right? But, at some point, I want to hear a grown man rap to a grown man. Bro, I'm listening to this fucking song, and I'm reading your lyrics, and I'm like, yo, I just feel like you can rap better than this. I feel like, and it's like, you you niggas are still begging for a Cole Kendrick album? Dog, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to hear you get washed every song. Right, I mean, Kendrick... Kendrick don't wash you. Nigga, y'all remember? Well, I played it, but you remember the Black Friday shit that happened two years ago? Black Friday, there was an incident where uh, they switched beats. So mm, Cole rapped that. over All Right, and Kendrick rapped over Tale of Two Cities. Just listen to him. You can tell. I don't want that. I don't want that for Cole. Cole. And there was a record they did on Jeezy's album where it was Kendrick Cole was just Kendrick. singing because he was like, "Nigga, you're not worth these bars." That's what I. That's what I got from it. Yeah. You're not worth these bars, nigga. Yeah. I'm gonna stoop down to your level and I'm gonna just half-ass it because I can do that and it still be hot because I'm Kendrick. Right. Like you listen to Kendrick's version of Taylor Two Cities, he blacked the fuck out. At one point, he was like rapping like he's out of his mind. You have Cole on All Right sounding out of place. Sound like he just woke up, like and said, "All right, let me do this shit real quick." We That's what he sound like there. to me in general, though. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, we're the only ones I know that have this opinion. Everybody else loves Cole, swears by Cole, think he's the greatest thing to hit rap music. Which I mean, that's fine. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, people have their different taste palettes. But I've always just wondered why. I mean, and even when I think back to like the come up and the warm up and Friday Night Lights, like I fell asleep during all of them. They were just boring. They were bloated. They were like they were. A whole bunch of unnecessary records. I, I could probably count on both hands how many Cole songs that I fuck with. Like, fuck with. Yeah. Uh, I, I only like Born Center. That's the only album I like, so. And I, to be honest, like, the only songs I go back to on Born Center are, like, Power Trip and Born Center. That's yeah, it. Yeah, true. Really? True, true. I'm not listening to Forbidden Fruit. I'm not. Those, those aren't my joints. I'm sorry. Like, are you going to put him out there for the, what we said that he should oh, get yeah. canceled so, for? This is another thing. And, I mean, and this, isn't, this isn't my job. I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, 
back then, uh, the times were different. Niggas accepted different things. I don't really give a shit. I'm pretty sure niggas... When did the album come out? 13? 2012. 12, okay. I want to say... I'm going to look it up, but go ahead. Why are you talking? 12, 13-ish, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But, I mean, niggas spoke a different way. The vernacular was a different way. Niggas didn't really care about all bullshit. But, I just find it very interesting that niggas... There's a whole cancel culture thing going on now. Thirteen. If, if niggas go back and find some shit that you said a long time ago, they just tweeted out, "Oh, you used to tweet like this, and then your career is over. You basically have to deactivate everything for like six months, and then come back and then pray to God nobody remembers it." Well, there's a song, the very first song on Born Center that's called Illuminati. Cole just straight up calls whoever he's talking to a faggot. Like he says, "Don't get offended when I call you faggot." Okay, faggot. And then he basically tries to make it to where the person listening, the person who's being called a faggot, if he's offended, then he's homophobic. So if I call you a faggot and you get offended, you're homophobic. That's what Cole's saying. We don't agree with the word, y'all. But yeah. That sound like the most dumb shit. Like that's some shit that, and, and I'm like, wow. Call fans ain't said shit about this. He's not canceled. I ain't never heard Kendrick say the word faggot. I ain't never heard Drake say the word faggot. I like it's like yo, like that was and nobody said a motherfucker. No one's they're not going to. Yeah, they're not. No one's going to say even after they hear you say it, they're not going to say nothing about it. Nothing. I just find he'd have to do something real epic to be canceled, like something real fucked up. And even then, all they got to do is come out with another crooked. Yeah, and then yep. And I'm saying, like, I, I don't know. I, I to, to put it plainly, because at the end of the day, I mean, the nigga can make a good song or two. I mean, yeah. I mean, but the, the other thing is that I find that I like Cole's Lucy's more than I like. I like his uh, feature verses more than I like his own music. Yeah, because the nigga decides to rap on them, mm-hmm. even though the song with him and Jid is fucking horrible. It is bad. Oh the one, God. um, the one freestyle he did on Ruchi Wally was good, though. I like that. Yeah, and then according to Miles Jones, I guess that was a reissue. That's old. What his verse? Because he rapped on Uchi Wally before. It was the same know, verse. I don't know if it was the same verse hmm. because that was on one of the first three mixtapes he put out. I don't remember those. Hmm. I, I ran. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to but that. He did rap over a lot of Nas beats, mm-hmm. so I mean, duh, because you just yeah. love Nas, so mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But. I mean, the false prophets was good. I like that, but I mean, that was because you you were inspired, I guess. But mm-hmm. when you got to sit down and give us twelve to fifteen songs of you, that's when you decide that you don't want to rap anymore. Right. You just want to just give us. It's like on this fucking. Let's get back to the middle child song. Like it's like Cole didn't say anything on that song that I haven't heard Kendrick say. No, he took some shots at Kanye, but that's about it. Yeah, Kanye shots, and again, what is up? I mean. Why everybody hate Kanye right now? Because it's fun. It's it's, it's, it's easy. Oh, it's, no, it's 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 cool to it's okay. cool to, sh- to diss Kanye. Okay. Because for one, it's like a nigga a nigga who could beat all your ass that's tied up, and so you can get your licks in. You've been trying to get in for months, hmm. and then get out. That's an interesting way to put it. That's true. Because like, it's like Kanye Kanye's not gonna respond to you. You know why Kanye's not responding to you? Because he's probably not gonna hear it for like another six months. Yeah, he won't hear. It for, we'll we'll know when he hears it. And it'll, like he didn't hear sicko mode until like way after the fact, and then it did a hundred tweets about it. So we'll know when he finds out about it. So I mean, and even then, I don't think he's going to because I don't think Kanye is necessarily gonna say anything to J Cole. 
And let me backtrack real quick. So, well, we'll start here. Lit or spent? Middle child. I would give it one flame just because it's J. Cole. But I ain't going no further than that. So, so we'll say, say spent. spent. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right with you. I'm not really feeling not it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one flame at most. I like the beat. But the beat wasn't even nothing spectacular. Nah, and the beat, like after a minute, it got tired. Cole's flow stayed the same. That's boring. We'll just hop on a trap beat and then. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of that. Sorry, Cole. Not interesting. It's very spent. Okay. One flame mohi. We don't fuck with it. Sorry. Um, I quickly wanted to talk about um, Killer Mike's show, his documentary. No, it's not really a documentary. His show on Netflix is called Trigger Warning. Um, and I like it. It's a great, great show. I think it's good. Yeah. Honestly, it's a, it's, I look at things differently we now. Like off on that because we talked earlier about having watched the Netflix show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really, really liked the first episode. was interesting. It made me want to become a car maker. Because we ain't got no black car makers. Isn't that interesting? I just never yeah. thought about that. Like, we don't have, like... Because the first episode, I don't think you, you saw no, it. It's basically he had to go three days only using black-owned businesses and black-owned things. So, like, from this toothbrush to the phone he was using to the hotels he was staying in to how he was eating his food. Like, they had to be black-owned farms that he ate from. Like, he had to only do that for three days. And he ended up having to walk a lot because there's no cars that black people have made. Like, no black-owned car companies. So he had to walk. There's no black on hotels in the city he was at. Because he was doing a show um, for, what's his group's name? Run the Jewels. They were doing a show in Athens, Georgia. There was no black-owned hotels. Um, he had to go to a black-owned farm to get food for him to eat. So he didn't eat for like two days. Like, it was, it just was, it was really interesting to think of the fact that we don't really own a lot of businesses. Like, the money that black people make are going into white people's hands. It's not really staying within the community. So I just thought it was interesting. I think the show... And the show's not just about that, everybody. It's it's different scenarios, like the whole Blood yeah, and Crips thing was great. Each episode is, is something. It's something different. Completely different. Blood Pop, Cricket Pop. Yeah, y'all got, y'all got to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Trigger Warning. It's definitely, for me, it's lit. Five out of five. I really do enjoy the show. I like Killer Mike. He's he's dope. I fuck with him. I like the show. I'm, I'm really surprised but happy that Netflix let him do it. Yeah, because it's very saying. controversial. Yeah, it's yes. a wild ass. Very show. controversial. So shout out to Netflix for that. So because the the it's the one where he was in the, the preschool or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that shit principal. was crazy. And he's talking to the principal, <laughs> and she he was like, "Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, uh, Barack Obama was president, or our first black president, but he's mixed." And then the principal was like, "Well, I mean, what if he walked in here right now? We would say that he was black." And he was like, "Yeah, the cops would see him. They he was black before they shoot him." I was like, well, shit. Yo. Okay, Killer Mike. All right. That's my nigga. I fuck with Killer Mike. <laughs> hey, Killer Mike, though, man. So we giving y'all game, okay? We giving y'all good stuff to watch. Yeah. I know y'all be looking for stuff to watch on Netflix. Trigger Warning by Killer Mike. Um, what was the other one? Um, the Fire Fest Festival documentary was very interesting. Yeah, Check that out. There's one on Hulu as well. Correct? Yeah, it's one on Hulu, but the one on Netflix is better. It has Jaru actually in it. It's more information because I watch both. Now, it's, it's a now, little bit better for me. Now, don't get it twisted. For the listeners, y'all don't get it twisted. We're not just doing documentaries. No, 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 no. Not we're at doing, all. We're doing all movies. Yeah. So, uh, one that's on my list right now, and I might actually watch it once we get done with the with the show tonight, um, is I.O. Mm-hmm. It's got a, I forget what the lady's name that's that's in it, but it's got the guy that played. Um, oh 
Oh crap! He's he's in all of the Marvel movies. He's uh, Falcon in all of the, the Marvel movies. His name is his his real name is Anthony Mackie. Mm. He also played Papa Doc in Okay uh, uh, Eight, Eight Mile, Mile and then Tupac in one of the Tupac okay. uh, movies. So which was a terrible fit. Why they yeah, shit like Tupac. Yeah, and he didn't talk like Tupac. Didn't talk like Tupac at all. He um, talked like Anthony Mackie. Another Netflix show that we watched was You and that. Show. Oh my God, that Woo! show is so fucking good. Aaron, have you seen it yet? Nigga, you, you gonna be glued to the Nigga, TV. You, you gonna watch that the shit whole is so good. Day. That's that what we did. We nuts. sat and watched from like three o'clock to eleven p.m. just watching the show. That shit is nuts. That shit is so good. Uh, that is a show I recommend to all my followers, the, all, all of our listeners. It's amazing. Like it's just really good That's work. A fire it's a show. fire show. You need to watch it, Aaron, for real. And it's, it's called, called, it's called you, know, you. It's called You. That's all. And well, it's just you, so you, good. Let me pull up my Netflix. Real you gotta quick, watch that shit. At least read the. And read also, thing for it. if any of our listeners want us to watch something, you can send it in at uncutpotagmail.com or just get it get at us on our various social medias. We'll watch it and review it for you. We'll, we'll start a, that. Give them the email one more time. Email is uncutpod at gmail.com. You can email us the title to a movie, then tell us what platform it's on, and we'll check it out and give it a review, and then we'll shout your name out that you gave the suggestion. Time so. time, time, time. Y'all niggas do be watching like some shit on other <laughs> Niggas only got Netflix and Hulu. Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. We got that too. So yeah, if right. you, that's yeah. it. Fam, I'm not. I'm not that's going it. To some Deezers. No, I'm not going to no third party site Fuck where my shit it. computer could turn into a fucking rock or anything like that. No. Oh, I remember seeing the the little preview for this. Yeah. It's, some nice uh, it's so good. So let me let me let me read this for the for the listeners. Okay. Uh, this is uh the I guess the rundown for you. Um, or I guess not the not the rundown, but like the synopsis. Yeah, the synopsis ah, for you. That's a word. Um, and it's not there's no there's no teasers or, or spoilers or anything. Mm-hmm. Here. Uh, so it says, obsessed with an aspiring writer, a charming bookstore manager goes to extreme measures to insert himself into her life, and it's starring Pin Bagley. Pin Bagley. Pin Badgley. Is it Badgley? Is that how you Badgley, say it? Badgley, okay. yeah. Pin Badgley, my bad. Elizabeth Lale. And then uh, Shay Mitchell. Yeah, she's showing Pretty Little Liars. Shay Mitchell is. So, yeah. It's this, so good. I remember seeing the, 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 the preview for that. Aaron, like, you're going to love it. You would so, love it. I'm telling if y'all you. Are, if y'all are talking about it, it's cool. I'm going to check it you out. You need to check it out. It's really good. Um, So, just to make it official, lit a spin. Lit, five yeah. flame, out of fly flame, emojis. It's yeah, it's amazing. So, check that shit out. Um, and, again, if y'all have some suggestions, send it to us. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Please do. Please um, do. And then we'll, next week we'll have another movie or something we had watched, and we'll let you guys know. It'll be like a regular thing. We're going to try to make regular things for y'all yes, to the, watch. The lit or spent will survive. Yes. So, anything else we need to get to before we head out? You got any shout-outs? Um, my my shout-out, I, I will say this. Shout-out, again, to all my friends. Um... That have been here for me through this tough time. It's too many of y'all to name, but y'all know who y'all are. I appreciate y'all. Also, shout out to Sammy again, because Sammy's awesome. He listens to every episode, and I love you. You're great. Shout out to Sammy. Sammy. Those, yeah. those are my shout. Those, that's my shout outs for this week. You got any information? Uh, no. Marisanthony.net. Word <laughs> Bitch. <up>. Facts. <laughs> Word up. So I got a couple shout outs. 
I want to shout out, and I think I did it when I first got her pictures and her mom first told me everything. But I wanted to shout out to Kendra in Nevada along with her mother, uh, Katrina. Hi, Katrina. Hey, good hey. Good peoples, good peoples. I uh, love y'all to death and really wanted to just give y'all a shout out for supporting us. Yes. The Uncut Podcast. Yes. Because supporting me too. She bought the, she was the only person to buy a Marcy Anthony shirt. Like, she, was. Yeah. she was. She was. She was. She's got yeah, she one. got our merch when too. When I went down there, she wore it too. She so I, I fuck with um, you for that. Thank you so much. She got she got some of the uh, they got some of the Uncut Podcast merch. Hey, uh, gang gang. Is out there in Nevada supporting us. Appreciate like, y'all. So, like, got a big yeah. old thing in your face. Just yes, got a walking around my face on it. Nevada, and I know it's got to be the craziest thing because the town that they live in, there's hardly any black people. Yes, yeah, she's probably like, so, who's like, this nigga with an afro yeah. on this shirt? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this is this little this little redhead girl, uh, redhead freckle face girl running around with a t-shirt that's got my chocolate face on it. That's hilarious. So, that's it, it's it's great. We it's appreciate great. y'all though we for do, getting the merch. Yes, we do appreciate you for supporting us. The Uncut Podcast. We love you. We love you. We love you. I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Tina Hessman. Tina Hessman is the wife of my homeboy. Uh, or I, can't, I guess I can't call him my homeboy, but my coworker, who's a really good friend. Uh, his name is uh, Joe. We call Italian him the Stallion. Italian Stallion on the podcast. One of these days, we won't have to get him to come to the show. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, just to do an episode, you know, just see see how we do. See what he what he. Where, uh, you know what comes from it so yeah, but yes okay. I wanted to give a shout out to both him and his wife Tina because they both bought shirts as well so their support yes we you. appreciate y'all you know, I showed up I showed up to the house today for their uh, their birthday their kids birthday party and uh, yeah <laughs> she went in the back she was like oh shop I got something for you I was like uh, for me it's the kids birthday party you're not supposed to give me nothing when she comes out and she's got the Uncut Podcast t-shirt on. It's I was like, it. no! <laughs> and once we so, get y'all permission, we're going to start posting them so y'all can see people in them. Yes, yes. We're going we're gonna to get more pictures. We're mm-hmm. going to get all of that. And we're going to put all of that up on, online and, and show you guys what's really going on with the, Hell with yeah. the t-shirts. Hell yeah. Um, last but not least. Well, that's not last or least. Um, shout out to Baby Ruth at uh, Midwest Hey, Blues. girl, hey. For one, for being just a cool individual. Two, for keeping your boy crispy from week to week. I go to her and I get my, my, my little designs cut in my head. And, you know, it's it's cool. She'll be keeping your boy looking good. But she also got some of our Uncut Podcast merch. So Appreciate you. For, we love you for, for supporting Hell us. Hell yeah. Um, I'm a firm believer in, in supporting people that you believe in. I believe in her and her talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she believes in us and ours. By Amen. Somebody. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we appreciate that. Getting shirts from our, Hell from yeah. our website. But last but not least. Last, last but not least. The listeners. Yes. Shout out to everyone yes. of the listeners. For if you ain't doing nothing but clicking play, we appreciate you. Hell yeah. We we totally appreciate Hell you. Hell yeah. You know, if you want to get a shirt or something, or you want to get a pillow, some of our merch or whatever, do that. If link not, in the description. Yes, the link is in the description. Yes. And do that, you know. If you're not able to, that's cool. Just just press play that's from time it. to time, you know. We, we rock with you either way. Yes, and we're going to try to have as many platforms. We have as many platforms right now, but we're going to try to get more for y'all to listen to us so there's no excuse. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play for your Androids. We're on um, Spotify. Spotify. We're on we're SoundCloud. 
Castbox. We're on Castbox for those real nerdy podcasters. So we're everywhere, and we're gonna yeah, add, yeah. we're gonna continue to add to more platforms here soon too. I'm looking into that too. Most so. definitely, most definitely. So yeah, we appreciate y'all. So it's your girl Morgan Alexis here, up wrapping up episode sixty eight. And it's your boy, the Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, none other than Scruffzilla in the building looking crispy as fuck. And it's your man, Mari Santa, the nigga that has bitch buckling at the knees. All the nigga that has it, she sound like mac and cheese. And we are outie. Peace out. It's a man's world, but I understand. But let's do nothing different, boy. Let's get to the plane. Be my down ass with your round ass. I know I'm feeling you. Like you feeling me. The way you want my body. Girl, your stare, those eyes, eyes.